All right, welcome. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Tobin Lopez. Wait, no, Doug Kiso? <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Kista. And I'm Tobin Lopez. All right, welcome. This is the Jade Throne. No, 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 that's not us. No, 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 that's going to get us in trouble. All right, welcome. You're watching nine. That's what you went for? I got nothing. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Kyle Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. And we're the three amigos. Wait a second. No, that's not right. Wait, the right number. No, okay. Wait, it's okay. We had a we had a podcast, and then what was the name of it again? Someone, someone, help us out. This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Lopez, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode sixty-four, the Art of COVID Cast. All right, welcome, folks. My name's Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? Don Defino. Life <laughs> in the time of COVID-19. We'll talk about most recent news from FFG via their live stream. Then I then we hope to just catch everyone up on what we've been doing. Read any good books lately? Hopefully Movies? we won't crash Aliens? either. <laughs> <laughs> no <Yeah>. guarantees. Oh, uh, my word. Yeah, so we. it has been four months uh, since we recorded and... and Largely, it's been because there's been no playing, and, and right? no things. And uh, the three yeah. of us are are I'm, not. We're face to face players. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. throwing cardboard. Yeah, I, I I use Jigoku as a way to practice the game to play it in person. I'm just I just Jigoku is okay. It's fun sometimes, but it's just not something that I can do like day in day out or week in week out. Mm-hmm. I need that face to face interaction. So I really haven't been playing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's it's you know, let's be fair, it's been a bit of a downtime. So, you know, in a, in more ways than one. So. Well, and, and I'm just like 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 you said, Doug, I use it to fine tune things to see how a deck construction works. So then when I sit down at a table, I can I can play. What was happening up until March was that I would play Jugoku to get excited about playing in, in person. I'd play in person. To test out deck strategies. And then I would go play Jugoku a little bit more. But there were times when if I didn't have a chance to play in person, my interest in playing on Jugoku was zero. Yeah. Because I didn't Basically. have an opportunity to then put those into practice against real-life bodies. And with the real-life body and play going on, <laughs> it's just just hard to do a little on the rough side yeah yeah we should, we should mention we're a little more out in the open air than normal here i say this as two um ladies walk past in the background yes yeah, so we're so sitting yes, in tobin's yes. garage <laughs> currently yeah we're we're hanging out in my garage we're about four and a half, four four and a half feet we can yeah. reach well, out and touch each other so but that's about it we got fans going on so i don't know i say last time uh, we're here we have negative pressure so nothing's gonna get in <laughs> yeah nothing's gonna <laughs> get in <laughs> yeah we're okay there so yeah it's um it's like you say there since um ceasing to work at the Haunted Game and no longer being on the board game front, not playing as many board games and not playing as many in-person games, certainly. I've started to realize that my favorite thing right now, when I do get to play, is kind of the, uh, let's just play something. Like, if I was going to pick up L5R right now, I'd like be like, what deck you got? Give it to me. Because yeah. I've been enjoying the yeah. improvisation, enjoying just seeing the new stuff and just diving in without really a plan. Yep. Right, yeah. It's exactly the opposite of the of how, how we tend to use Yugoku. You know? you know, I mean, I'm... I'm you know, someone would probably want to kick me for this for saying this, but I haven't even really looked at the new cards. 
like I, I have I have the first three soon. packs yeah. of uh, Dominion, 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 Dominion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, I don't even remember that's the the fucking t- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, cycle name. Yeah. <laughs> I have the first three packs of Dominion, and I just really haven't looked at them. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I as well. I've I've picked them up when they come out almost immediately. Yeah. And then because I think, at least with this last one, maybe the the last pack, I thought if I can get in there, get these cards, it'll it'll drive some excitement and i might get on jagoku play some games and i get home i look at the cards i put them back in the box and i put it up on the shelf and then i'm then i'm okay Uh, i'll play these when they come out (laughs) i I had something simple um most recent marvel pack started rocking through finally yeah yeah yeah. black widow say and i was same deals like i've been looking forward to this for ages i'll crack this open and go those are really cool and I, haven't one line, yeah. I haven't even cracked open Black Widow. Yeah, it, is, it is very cool looking. It should be very good. I even, I even like my my friend Lee, uh, Lee Langston is uh, starting to get into Doomtown. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, and uh, you know, so I played some Doomtown, and he's like, "Hey, Doug, you should, you know, buy, you know, we can, you know, get together and play, you know, play the game or whatever." So I bought a bunch of it off of Pinebox Entertainment, which is the, the company currently supporting the game in, in the LCG format. Mm-hmm. Or it's expandable card game form, whatever, whatever non- AEG used to call it, non-copyrightable LCD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I bought a bunch of it. I don't even have the whole set yet. Like the whole, I don't. I'm not up to date on the on the, you know, even up to date on what the latest releases are. But I bought like a crap ton of it, and it's still just sitting in the boxes. I haven't sorted yeah. it or anything. Yeah. So it's like it, I haven't even opened it. It's still shrink wrapped. So I you, mean, that's how bad I've been lately. You make a fair point there. There's that thing about context, right? Like what. What context do we put new releases, new information, new hype about the game into? And right now, the context is just kind of uh, yeah. You know, that's the problem, isn't it? It's tough. You know? It's, it's tough. tough. Like I, you know, I I uh, I listen to Jade Throne. I listen, mm-hmm. I, you know, periodically. Um, I don't download every episode because, f- frankly, it's it's just really hard to get excited about a game that I'm not playing yeah. and a game that I'm not going to play anytime soon. I mean, yeah. The the fact of the matter is is that there are some stores in the Denver area, Denver metro area, that are opening up for one hour game sessions. Wow! Right? Okay. And they've set up and they've set up uh, barriers so that you can you can have a table, but there's a clear barrier between the players oh, shielding, over yeah. the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shielding partitions, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but even then you have to wear masks and you have to, you get to be there one hour. Like that's one game of L five R, and then you get. Checked maybe. out. Right? Maybe. If you're lucky, that's yeah, yeah, one yeah. game maybe. of L5, yeah, right? Yeah. I guess that's one way to make sure you keep it to an hour. So, so it's, and that's the extent of it. To- Total Escape Games, Haunted Game Cafe. Oh, Total I, Escape's I, not even doing yeah. in-store play. They I mean, don't have anything any in-store right now. play of nothing. It re- yeah. it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I like the idea they've got that together. I like the level of care they put into that. But frankly, even that's still on the risk end. It's still a little bit, oh, little yeah. bit close quarters. Well, you know? so yeah. if, you, if you go back to, like, right before all this crap started you know back what you know let's say february ish mm-hmm. uh total escape on a wednesday night which is the wh- which was the night that we were getting together at total escape to play l5r or keyforge obligatory keyforge mention we'll mention so. keyforge a little bit more here <laughs> i'm sure we will so you know we would get there you know we'd play but we'd have to share the store with about 70 uh dungeons and dragons players mm-hmm and that was the that was the big thing on Wednesday nights at Total Escape was that you know they'd have s- literally like seven tables overflowing with with D and D players mm-hmm. all playing Fifth Ed, which is great for the store and all that you know like lots of people in the store that's a good thing, like that just went poof, <laughs> yeah it yeah. just ended it yeah, just ended of course, 
Because um, imagine seventy right now. Imagine you know sitting around a, you know in a closely packed four thousand foot game store with seventy people. Yeah, there's, there's imagine no way. being near seventy there's people. No I ended up doing a fair bit of um, uh, governmental-related official stuff over the time I've been gone, largely from moving into a house over bits and bobs. And what cracked me up there is you're talking about the partitions and things. What I was waiting for you to say was what I've seen in, like, four or five different waiting rooms from hospital to yeah. uh, to official institution stuff. And it's, like, chair, two chairs taped together, a big tape cross across them. Chair. Yeah, and that's yeah, how yeah, they're yeah. physically yeah, like, yeah, look, yeah. no, yeah. stop it. Stop moving these together. Oh, you know? yeah. like Stop doing this. Whenever, like, um, last night we went out to dinner to uh it was my wife's birthday this week so we went out to elway's steakhouse to have a nice night of it mm-hmm. cool oh yeah good night mm-hmm. you know like in, in in restaurants like that they've like gotten rid of mo- like most of the tables have, have either been like repurposed or just taken out of the dining room the booths every other booth had like a potted plant in the middle of it and <laughs> marking it as you, n- you know nope. no man's land, basically. <laughs> yeah 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 nope. yeah so Plant, yeah, thou shall not eat here. <laughs> right? Exa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. It's <laughs> part of my language, folks, but it's, it's fucking weird. It's been like, a while now, but so, it still is. So yeah. about this is when did Keyforge, the new mass mutation, came out officially on, on July 10th? We didn't have yeah. it here in Colorado, with the exception of one store in Colorado Springs. We just um, just missed our. We were missed play the street date. Yeah, yeah, so it was there. It was the weekend before that. It was the Independence Day weekend where I was just morose. I was just just down. And what I realized what it was was that my hobby is playing games, right? And I just couldn't do it. Like, well, my family loves me, mm-hmm. and they'll play a game every once in a while. But, it, it, like, I didn't have that hobby. Like, it, like the three and a half months well, here it had been was rough. It's 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 really bad when you as a gamer, someone and I've you know, I've been a gamer my entire life. I grew up with, you know, video games and board games and things like that in the house. Like, yeah. you know, I, I was born the same year that the Atari 2600 came out. I had one of those when I was a kid. <laughs> so I literally have had, you know, video games my entire life and board games and also in card games and all that. So, you know, as a lifelong gamer, you know, throughout this whole pandemic, it's like I don't really feel like it. And that's that's a horrible thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah it's an interesting like, one. Cause my like wife's a gamer too, right? Yeah. And we started out like when 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 we first went into lockdown here in Colorado. My wife was like, "Oh, you've been trying to get me to play Arkham Horror, the card game, for a while. So let's play a little bit of that." We played one game, and that was it. Yeah, it's. I mean, there is plenty of ways of of dealing with this, right? I mean, it's not, I'm not saying we're being stupid about it or anything, but. You know, we've used Tabletop Simulator before. There's yeah. a variety of different yeah. arena yeah, ones. Yeah. We mentioned Jikoka, obviously. There are varieties of that for almost every card game you can think about, official and unofficial for mm-hmm. various ones. Right. You know, we can see each other on Discord. We grouped up for the um, FOV live stream. Ahem. Right, you know, right. The, the, almost yeah. stream. <laughs> the almost stream. You know. um, <laughs> every time we got to Keyforge, it just froze. <laughs> <laughs> you got, no, you got through it eventually. But, but I, yeah, wish, th- I wish that we were recording that <laughs> conversation. <laughs> for us because, going, yeah. it, no, no, it was yeah. MST3K, the live stream yeah, oh yeah I mean, it was going to be anyway let's be fair with a bunch of us in there well but, but it was worse because of all the the freezing and the, well, the yeah, crashing course, you know yeah but it's like like you say it's like we could do that i'm not so sure it's just the and i'm not so sure it's a problem with gaming and problem with us it is the situation we're in there is a there is a cloud over things you know well yeah when you have like if, if and for me for the last uh three weeks or so my, my i teach a summer course but it ended on the 10th of july so my Grades were in, I think, on the 15th or so. 
So I, so I have extra time. I have a lot of time on my hands. And when you have this and you don't have thing, my our errands are less, right? We order, we order delivery a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we order things to be delivered. I'm not going to a game store. I'm not going to play I'm, things. I'm not going to movies. So the list of things I do every day is smaller. So my, I don't have any priority. I wake up in the morning. I take my walk. I have my breakfast. I read some book. And then... Where are my priorities? Where are my daily priorities? And gaming, and, and in oh. order to have a prior, in order to enjoy gaming and enjoy the hobby, enjoy what yeah. you do as a hobby, it has to be prioritized. And when you don't have anything to do, there's yeah. no priority. Well, like, right? like you say, well, I mean, a large part of this is the, like you say, it's basically the anticipation. We, we spend a lot of time thinking about gaming, no matter what we play. We play, think about a game almost all the time. I'm going to yeah. play this next week. I'm yeah, having yeah, that yeah, deck yeah. for there. Yeah. I'm going to get that game when it comes out. I'm going to grab time on fr- on Sunday to play that one. I mean, it's the it's the part of the mental health stuff we're all having to deal with. Because, like I said, I haven't. I should make it clear here when we do the full life update. I haven't been working for the last couple of months. Right. So it's an interesting bit of mental health to try and get your day into a structure and not have it be, you know, um, Saturday morning PJs for eighteen hours a day. Oh yeah, kind yeah. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. Sure. I've been working at home and I've been going stir crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a thing. It's a, and I'm probably going to be working at home un- until like April or May of next year, mm-hmm. because of the uh, my company is taking this opportunity to rethink its uh, its policies with work with regards to work from home, <laughs> <laughs> like most companies are. Like yeah, you know, I, yeah. I work for a software company. I I uh, I'm a quality assurance engineer, so I'm a software tester, so I can do my job completely remote. So and yeah. I have been, of course. But you know, my company is like rethinking about how it does everything and so they are actually getting rid of a bunch of their real estate holdings so they're they're busy consolidating and shrinking their real estate footprint worldwide like yeah 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 no and 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 that's one of the changes that's going to go on like uh, i think i've said this before and you both know this but my wife has been working from home Mm -hmm. it's is is in a remote company and has been doing that for uh coming up on eight years seven and a half years right now the they have a that that company has a small office in in Utah, and that's it. This is a, this is a function where half a dozen yeah. people work, but the company the company has 60, 70 people working for it. Everybody's working from home, all across the states. And what this pandemic has done is, just like your employer, your employer is in a crowd most likely, which is saying, oh yeah, hey, yeah. you know what? We pay all this money for square footage. Why are we doing this? But what the hell? Yeah. Like we we can have we can have half the square footage. And have our people come in and out of the office, have be in the office two days a week and be out three, and they share a desk, and we pay half yep. the cost, and boom, yeah. right? And even if they're shedding out half, only half the cost for the, they only need half the square footage, and even if they're paying a, oh, everybody gets 50 bucks a month to pay for their internet or whatever, right. it's, it's a boondoggle. Right, yeah. it's just such a yeah. cost savings. I mean, at, the, the, at the risk of turning this into the art of COVID cast, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I know, okay, and, I, yes. <laughs> yeah, and we have one. a title, <laughs> folks. Yeah, yeah, there you go, and and um, and I, we know, I know, I'm not the only voice, and we're not the only voice saying this, but one of the few good things that might come out of this whole damn debacle is a massive increase in the amount of people who do not have to commute because it is just yeah. ludicrous in the current day. So yeah, there, there yeah, is yeah. that. But also, there's. I think there's. Uh, I'm hoping that there's a to put a positive spin on this. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that one of the things that comes out of this is a renewed focus on family and togetherness, and you know, being you know a, a unit or a group or whatever. You know, 
sitting around with your family eating dinner, having family movie night, spending, you know, real quality time with your really close friends. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, now, but, uh, now, neither of you are in this situation, but there are plenty of people who are, need to work from home that have children, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. and those children largely are not going back to school. Yeah. Like we, we know, like um, my daughter, my. It's still up in the air in Colorado, as far as I know. My 13 yeah. year old, the, the districts are coming out with their plans. So my 13 year old, who is going to be in a freshman class of 63 people. Hell. There's three classes. Wait, 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 did you say freshman? Freshman class of 63. In high yeah. school? In high school, yeah. That's what Fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you just made me feel <laughs> old. Yeah, <laughs> she's a freshman in high school. So um, she'll be a freshman, and what they're going to do is they're, they have the. The, they have classes of 20, 21 kids in three different places, and the teachers are going to shuffle in. So, like, we went to high school. We go to English class. The bell rings. We get up. We leave. We go to math class, you know, down the hall, oh, and so on and so rotating. forth. Now they're rotating. Right. Instead of the kids rotating around, okay. the kids stay put, and the single teacher comes in. So, okay. so that's how they're doing it there. That's a good minimization. My suppose. son's middle school, it's a different district. My son's middle school said – Remote learning for the first two weeks, and then two weeks in, they're going to make a decision. And I'm like, well, what the, the decision on whether it's going to be remote for the rest of the mm-hmm. semester? And you're like, what the hell's going to change in two weeks? Nothing. Like, I mean, nothing is yeah, going to oh, fucking well, change answer. in two weeks. My, my wife has a friend in, who lives in Ohio. Yeah. And her friend in Ohio, uh, I guess in Ohio, they're, they're pretty much just going to open up the schools. If I remember incorrectly, they are working on you know, social distancing inside the classrooms and the halls and that sort of thing. But there's no pro, uh, provision for social distancing while busing. Yeah, of course. Ah, jeez. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's it, it's pro- right. So that so there's that problem. So uh, so my my wife's friend, she's like, you know what? I'm just gonna homeschool my three kids next year. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and that's that's a very real. Well, like, and good, it'll be a challenge. Like, yeah, it'll be a challenge to see. Apparently, it's a good time to be a tutor. We're not, yeah, we're not, <laughs> so, we're well, not, we're, sort of. we're concerned about, as we will see how it goes, we're, we're, we think that district has it, has it in, in, uh, in order, has things mm-hmm. figured out. Uh, it's a, it, the advantage is that it's a very small school. The part with my, the, my son's school, where my daughter used to go, mm-hmm. but graduated, has like 800 kids in it, in a middle, in a three grade middle school. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot harder to do. So I, I, as a parent, I'm like sitting here going, okay, remote learning, fine, but how effective is this, right? Well, uh, I, and, and so that's where my concern is. Half, and I, at, at least I'm sure half. there's more parents in our listener group. And, and oh, yeah, yeah. My concern goes out to you. You know, I'm, I'm not a parent, but, you know, I, my, my parents are educators. My in-laws are educators. I... A lot of my friends in college were have since become educators. I, I've been my life has been kind of surrounded by teachers. Mm-hmm. You're you know you're a college professor, Tobin. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I know a lot of teachers in my life, and uh, you know they're all like just you know I have some appreciation for like the the problems that teachers have, and one of the things that you know is is big as far as you know elementary, middle, and high school goes. It's not the book learning. Book learning can be done just about anywhere. It's the social development throughout those years. That is important. And that requires face-to-face interaction. That requires people in a classroom. You need to, you need to learn how to be in and around groups of other people. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is at least half of what my you know, elementary, middle, and high school education was. 
So I agree. And, that, and that part of it is going to, yeah, that one, that's going to be problematic. So, yeah. So let's let's turn to a little bit more exciting news. Well, so let's, let's actually talk let's about like you know FFG stuff for a bit. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. We're, I think so we're depressing well, our, our time, listeners time, a little too much. Same. Timeline first of all. Um, what Wednesday, five o'clock? When it? It was 5 6, six, six p.m. Six p.m. Colorado 6 time. We all got we all got ganged up on Discord. Yeah, ready and waiting for FFG to put up their live stream in enormous inverted the commas. In flight report. Yeah, in yeah. flight report. And yeah, let me tell you, some of the comments in the in the Twitch chat were. Damn hilarious. Makes a pleasant change, to be fair. But, yeah, there were some good ones in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so we watched that. They spent, you know, 20 goddamn minutes on Star Wars X-Wing and Armada and Legion. And I'm not a men's player. Doug's not a men's player. Carl's not a men's player. Not particularly. So we yeah. kind of went meh. Yeah, this worked. I mean, it's and it's the, all those games are on gentle parts of it. I mean, Amada had the big thing. If you're Amada fan, I have that. Yeah, new, yeah, yeah, the yeah, new set yeah, yeah. They had yeah. their big dealy great. Which and then yeah. if, if any of our listeners play that, we're not getting down on this game. It's just that it's not uh, our game. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not, not yeah. what we're following. Not what we've touched for a while. Um, and then yeah, um, uh, and then Chris, we started Chris going Gerber. into Keyforge. Well, no, Chris, Chris Gerber, right? Yep. Yeah, Chris yep. Gerber said the ma- said the magical invocation Keyforge, which broke the stream. Mm-hmm. Repeatedly, yeah, and the stream came back up, and again he said the magical invocation keyforge, and it broke the stream. It was yeah. it was almost word on each time. It was kind of hilarious. It was and weird. They they got back in finally and got through got through the keyforge news, got through some of Arkham Horror, and then it was of course Eldritch Forces. Oh right, 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 right. They got a decent yeah, way yeah. into Innsmouth, and Eldritch Forces dragged it down. And they sensibly went, you know what, we're going to record it. Yeah, and record it they did. And then they posted uh, the video, the finished video. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had L5R mentioned, mm-hmm. which is the temptation cycle. There's six yep. packs. Um, so standard standard cycle. Standard cycle starts in November. Starts in November. So they're getting the other packs out fairly swiftly, aren't they? I actually, I actually was, you know, kind of a bad monkey, and I didn't go back and rewatch the the video once they posted it. I so I'm still in the dark about what the two new products are. Oh, the two, two new products else? are a, an X Men cooperative. Game. Yeah. If you've um, you guys ever encountered what is it? What, uh, X-Men something rather? Yeah, uh, X-Men um, Alien Mutant Insurrection. I think it is. Okay. Have you guys ever encountered? There's a couple of games that reminds me of them. A very brief look. Um, five year, uh, five year mission. It's a Star Trek cooperative game. No, I've, I've never bell, played it. Okay. I don't know. So it's it's a. I think it's a. From what I've seen, knowing nothing about the game, looking at what they've shown us, my <laughs> my guess is that this is going to have a fairly similar mechanics, and we'll we'll come back to this later and find out if I'm right. Because the idea of the five-year mission one is that there are three dice colors, and those uh, those co- um, correlate to the three uniform um, officer types. Mm-hmm. So like, what is it? Command, science, and engineering. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the idea is that the, you have a whole bunch of problems to solve that are solved by certain colors and numbers or combination thereof of dice. This is complete speculation on looking at it, but I've mm. encountered enough games. I'm, I'm going to put fair odds that I might be fairly close to the, uh, to the, to the line there. We'll see. Yeah, they have a, they have. I, I was looking at some pictures. They have a weird little like, paper model or cardboard model of the Blackbird, which is the jet that the mm-hmm. X Men oh, yeah, get around. The, yeah. the Queen, and there's the this little thing yeah. that, that kind of pops around, and I'm yeah. just kind of like, it's just a little bit cheesy. But well, you know, it is. It, it, it is. It's. I'm not the. I'm not the. Uh, I'm not the target audience for that game. I make the point. The, the Blackbird model design there with the little guys in there is very classically current Eurogame. Eurogame goes very toward, much towards having functional parts of the board. So clearly this is where the current characters are that aren't doing anything right. in, the, in the Blackbird. right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, making it look kind of cool, interesting, and fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. Everdell, if you haven't played it, goes like completely overboard yeah, with that, for yeah, example. Yeah. So, and yeah. then the other announcement that they had was... Uh, they they played with it. I I, I have to give FFG props <laughs> for this, and I think it's Chris. Chris so Chris yes. came back. So that first time that the stream 
petered out. Broke. Yep. He came back and he's like, thank you very much. That was all. Yeah. Good night. That was beautiful. I hope. Yeah. And, and that was bang on. Yeah, so very he's already got he's already got a lot, a lot of charisma. And anyways, they 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 ended the video. And he gets for those up. of you who are yeah. looking, watching closely, you saw you knew that they were going to announce two things that they that no one so knew about. The second one. Okay. And so they announced the Marvel game. And then they got to the end. It's like, okay, thank you very much. Bye. And I'm like, in and my head, I'm going, yeah. well, where's game number two? And they, and they, ha- they, they ham it up. And they're all like, yeah, it's, it's all <laughs> yeah. good. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we got that one recorded, right? And he gets up and he's all, hey, guys, by the way, um, we, um, you see, you're seeing this, right? And he holds up this, frankly, Gloomhaven-sized cube of a box. Yeah, it's so they, they feigned thing. like the yeah. feed was done. Yeah, they, yeah. they closed out. They turned the camera really off. cool. You're yeah. looking at Chris's midriff. And then he says, oh, we didn't get a chance to do this. And they pull over a, a very fancy-looking... Massive cube yeah. with descent on yep. it. Descent is the it? dark something or other. I didn't yeah, look at it properly. It's a, it's yeah. A, Ooh, yeah, new it's version a descent. of descent. Nice. Yeah, and it's a beat it's, it, looking. I think it's a new version or maybe it's a re- it's a re-release. I'll oh, okay, it. all right. I'll guarantee it. So that was really cool. And then Chris comes down and kind of looks in the camera and goes, uh-oh. It's kind of funny. You guys can't see me anyway. And Chris had a mask on, so we couldn't see what he was doing. But I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, he was yeah. doing that. Big open mouth and wide eyes. It was very cool. It was very cool. And then there were some announcements about some L5R RPG products are going to be coming and out the, as and well. And what their f- um, ongoing life cycle is going to be like. Um, I don't know if you guys checked the other videos. Edge the full video. Right, I didn't see a, the Edge yeah, video. There was a full Marvel Champions video. There was a full... Um, what else? Have we, uh, there was some I think more expanding on the Armada stuff. Yeah, um, and the Armada video. These were all scheduled. Keyforge, tomorrow, Keyforge video happens on Saturday morning, so mm-hmm. probably after you've listened to this. The new Keyforge set uh, seems interesting. They did get, when when they were able to cover that in the last Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, yeah. yeah Dark there's, tidings. There's nothing more suitable than Keyforge ending up on Saturday morning TV. <laughs> I'm just saying, by the way. <laughs> that is kind of more suitable. Uh, kind of perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's Dark tidings is a new Keyforge set. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, a... Yeah, underwater theme, actually, we one. have, don't we? Between Innsmouth... Which, if any of you are not particularly well read on the old Lovecraftians, is the uh, fantastically inbred um, seaside town of Lovecraft Country. Well, with the yeah, things coming from the deep. Basically, you know. it's it's you know sort of the the home of the deep ones. Yeah. At least the the yeah. uh, North Dig- America home of the yeah, deep Dig- ones. Own. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so yeah, it's like it's a town ruled by Dagon and all that, and you know, deep and watery and blah blah yep. blah blah. And blah. then we have Dark Dark um, Rising itself, which is all look. It's a, the front of it has a. Fifties, uh, fifties space. Dark tidings. Yeah, dark tidings. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Close yeah. enough. You know, um, it was called something. It, I, I was not prepared for that title. It was called something different in playtest. Oh, there you go. So, um, <laughs> so it, so twenty twenty is basically FFG, a three hour <laughs> tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's and and the, there's a there's a tide mechanic. So they're including a thirty eighth card. So you get your thirty sixth cards in the deck. You get your archon card is thirty seven, and then you have this tide card, which is thirty eight, and. Um, uh, the tide card is cool. It's a it's an interesting mechanic. We'll see uh, if the community likes it or not. Mm-hmm. It was it was an interesting one to play with. Very cool. And then we've got a uh, what a vague glimpse at the new L five R. They mentioned me- mentioned mechanically what we can expect, and they showed us a bunch of uh, pack fronts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a dire keyword, mm-hmm. which is the dire keyword triggers. I think they well, said it when there's fate no the fate. Oh, when there's no fate. So it doesn't remove it? Okay. When there's no fate on a character, the dire is the on. That's it. That's what we're saying. The idea is that the choice between do I want to keep this character around for a while or do I want some special bonus right, right now? Right, right. Or, I think or, that's or what do I want it is. Next turn. Yeah, I already like the idea of that one. because <laughs> I honestly <laughs> can't remember. Because um, as soon as I heard about what, how he was describing that, that's the kind of thing that L5R system thrives on, is that idea of delayed, is long-term planning. 
Well, right. so, so basically, two on so two basically turns, all these yeah. characters that have the dire keyword are time bombs. Yeah. Even better than that. Imagine well, not necessarily time bombs. Like, for the opponent, they, they, yeah. For the opponent, yeah, they're more, there's something added when they don't have fate on them. So the idea being that, and I started thinking about this a little bit more, and I looked at the, they previewed like, what, six cards or seven? Something like that. There was a fan. Yeah. And... So when there is no fate on that character, they get another ability. They get another effect. This is mm-hmm. active. But, so, but it tends to, ha- at least the cards we saw, they were not on cheap characters. Mm-hmm. They're not on characters you're gonna, that you're not going to put no fate on. Yeah. You want to put fate on these characters, but then there's a dire keyword, and you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, the great idea there of, do I want this dire effect in two turns' time? Right. Do I want it next turn? Is right. it, uh, can I wait for it? Is it worth having the character? It better than that. And it is also it punishes it your your person for voiding something. Exactly. Is yeah. it worth it for my opponent to yeah. strip fate off this character? Yeah. That's an even better. That's like wonderful. Like well, that, meta that, switch. It, you know. Well, but see that. I think my my time bomb analogy is actually kind of kind of apt, mm-hmm. in that okay, you know, you play something that's got this interesting dire effect. You put three fate on that character. I have three turns to avoid whatever that dire thing is. Right. And it's like, so I have to look at my, my board state, my hand, and what my deck does and think about, okay, do I want that to go off in three turns? What if I speed it up? Yeah. What yeah. if I get rid of the character? Do I uh, do I need to get rid of that character? Okay, I guess I get rid of that yeah. character. You know, before three turns are up or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Exactly. So it's the kind of thing. The kind of thing the game lends itself to. It's a good design. Call. And then on one of the covers. Oh, and we we should probably talk also a little bit about the uh, the, the the latest ban restricted list and all that too. Uh, I don't know what it is. We'd have to look it up. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> it hasn't. I, I I saw it. I looked at it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not. It doesn't matter for me because I'm not to playing the, in real life. Like, for, yeah, fair enough. For to, to the, today's so. podcast brought to you by lack of context. <laughs> yeah, that's our problem. Just, yeah. Man. <laughs> Never mind. Now, now, <laughs> now, on the covers of those packs, yes. there were various things. There were various oh items. One of those, and I didn't know this. I looked at the comments when people were talking about the pictures, and they said, is that a black scroll? Scroll, Yeah, exactly the same thing I thought. So there's a black scroll? A case. A case that probably... Or is there a black scroll or a series of black scrolls? I believe one is is under the control of the scorpion canonically, right? Or has access to Because the thing you're referring to is a kind of sealed stone case with a scorpion insignia, the clan monarch. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so that's well, on the cover of pack four. Yeah. People have been speculating on the or Black Scrolls and the Return of Fulang and the day of th- second day of Thunder and all that stuff yeah. since the game came out. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. So for I mean, sure. I don't know if you when we when we were when I did get to see the video proper in the pop ups, did you guys see the um the clearly uh, Shadowlands infected crab character? Mm-hmm. With the carapace and the extra mm-hmm. limbs mm-hmm. You know, so like, oh hello. Yeah, yep. so there we go. You know. Yeah, that was. I remember that. That art was. That art was nice. Yeah. So that's. So that there's another little. No doubt, a hint to what we can expect. Yeah. And then there was a crab character who is essentially a rebuild character. Like when he leaves play. Oh, he triggers rebuild. Yeah. Or maybe (laughs) he triggers a. Oh no! I think when he comes into play, you can, you can uh, trigger a trigger a rebuild effect, but bringing a holding back into play. That's That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's some good stuff on there. I was going to say, personally for me, I, I think I saw one of the Reddit comments earlier very briefly about <clears throat> the, the released pa- um, covers of the various packs. I've been watching a lot of Netflix. I'm sure a lot of you are. I've been watching a lot of Netflix. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, you're watching, yeah, yeah. When you're watching um, series on um, Netflix, various TV series, you know that thing of where you look at the episode pictures or you skip into the mm-hmm. description of each one mm-hmm. and kind of go, nope, don't show me that. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, the yeah, hell? Yeah. Stop it. Because that's massively spoilery. I feel like the pictures in the front of those six packs are a little bit like, 
well, shit, we know what's coming. At least yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah, now, yeah. we now have our own ideas about yeah. what's coming, yeah. right? Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff. I mean, Temptation of the Scorpion is a big sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like enormous red oh, yeah, flag yeah. warning. And, and I know. think the first pack in it has Shoju sitting there like on the throne looking either pissed. He's looking down. He mm. looks like either contemplative or pissed. I can't figure <laughs> out which. And then there's two figures around him. Uh, and, and so um, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, you know, here's what I hope, folks. Like, I'm, I'm honestly thinking about, I'm not thinking about playing games in real life until January, January, Ouch. February, yeah, 2021. Yeah. There, there is some upside to this. So, not having played for four months, not even really looking at the cards, and probably not, and I'm probably not going to do that until Total Escape is ready to start allowing people to play in store again. Yeah. I'm not even building decks. I'm not. I'm not. Nope. My cards are just sitting there gathering dust right now. You know, it's kind of sad, honestly. <laughs> but when I when when I come back to the game, it's gonna be like a new game. It's gonna be it's gonna be a different meta. It's gonna be just like nothing like I played. You know, last year. You know, yeah. The beginning I mean, of this year. Dominion was well, but, achieve but on, here's so the, oh yeah no, no yeah yeah and, and so. but here's the thing like. But by the time I get back and to and playing, we're gonna we're gonna have possibly half of the next cycle out. Yeah, and I and I'm a podcaster on this game, but when that if that comes out in February, I certainly hope I'm interested in playing, because yeah. honestly, it's gonna be we're gonna we we're gonna be looking at ten months of releases, ten packs of car ten ten packs or eight packs of cards, right? And do I want to do the heavy lifting to figure out what the hell works, what the hell doesn't? What's what's fun? What's not? I mean, we're what, gonna have to be part you know, of the thing. I think we're gonna end up doing that, aren't we? It's yeah. it's that's yeah. the nature well, of the situation. Th- and, and that's what I hope I I have I hope I have the energy to do that. Yeah, totally. At the end yeah. of all this. Yeah, I mean, I right? think yeah. so. We're all we're all it's it's a rough time right now. We are we're deep into the kind of like the longest part of this of how long this isolation's gone on. You know, of, of all this yeah. life change, all this upheaval. Yeah, know? I mean, I can feel that. I know anyone can. I've got friends in a variety of different places and situations, all going kind of like. You know, this is tough to handle. I can see it personally because even the occasional like new new video gamers made me kind of go, "Oh, hey, you know, like yeah. getting, getting something different different in your life right now is kind of pleasant. Is a pleasant um, shock as it pops up, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah, you know. So I, th- I, th- I think we'll get there. I think we'll get there. Yeah. I, I hope it's not that late on, but I mean, you you make a fair call. It might it might be that's the practical practical look. Is that's how far da- far down the line we go before that becomes the case? I think once I can actually start. You know, sitting around a table with my friends again, playing the game. You know that in at you know at our Wednesday night game night. You know, if when when that starts to happen again, I think I'm going to get excited again. Yeah, and then it'll be like, okay, what have I missed? What's here? And it'll and it'll be like you know, I don't know, it'll be like Christmas or something. Yeah, opening yeah. all those packs. <laughs> I mean, we did a little, little group up a couple of weeks back to play some stuff. You know, try out some card games and things, and we were like, that was yeah. like a yeah, that was cool. That was, no, like, it was, yeah, really that was fun. That was cool, cool to come down and do. You know? Yeah. So. Uh, so w- let's let's turn to what we have been doing. <laughs> so so I've been reading a lot. You mentioned Netflix. We I'm sure everybody has been. Uh, for those of you who have Netflix, you've been watching Netflix because that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my my family was very excited about Hamilton coming out on Disney Plus. Yeah, of course. My, uh, <laughs> my wife and my 13 uh, year old girl watched it, mm-hmm. and were really excited. And uh, I went to bed. <laughs> I'm not a musical person, uh, so I, my plan is to read the book that, on which that inspired the play, mm-hmm. that inspired the musical, 
which is my wife just got it today. It's like nice. 750 pages long. So she's going to read it, and then I'm going to read it, and then I'll watch the musical. But I wanted to talk and see, get recommendations for things Stuff. to do. What, what, what kind of entertainment has you been doing? What, what books do you recommend? What movies do you recommend? You know? I uh, rented, uh, so because everybody, everything shut down, we were, and the new movie releases for this year have come out all wonky on streaming when, services. When they've and come things out. Like that. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. like Amazon, I don't know if they're still doing this, but uh, two months, three months ago, they had like a bunch of like summer releases come out early on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So I rented the Bloodshot movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, it's the new. It's a new. Bloodshot is a comic book series uh, done by Valiant Comics. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valiant Entertainment, I guess, is what they're called now. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bloodshot is basically this guy who's kind of a super soldier. He when he uh, he dies, and they use him as an as a nano uh, nanite experiment. And so yep, they yep. infect him with you know with nanobots, and then you know he becomes sort of a super soldier kind of person. Uh, anyways, it's it was a good movie. Uh, it was Vin Diesel. And you know he's getting he's you know he's getting a little older, but you know he's still he's still got those action hero movie sort of chops. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was a good movie. It was a, it was a cool. good comic book movie. Yeah. Cool. Seemed, not to go off subject, but watching Vin Diesel age, he's still owned a bit in like the right way. He's become more grizzled, less. Before he was like terrifying in his early career in film, he was a little bit terrifying babyface. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Holy yeah. cow, are you old enough to be in the gym? Kind of, <laughs> kind of look, and then he's like he's aged well into like all right, you know, like, like cool. army kind of thing. You know. Yeah. yeah. So. No, I read. Um, I read the the first Valiant, the first iteration of Valiant comics, which was led by Jim Shooter, a long time ago, <laughs> back in the late eighties, early nineties, wasn't early it? 90s. So early nineties. So basically, basically yeah. what Valiant did is they is that original series like sort of ended, and the company kind of sort of went under, and then they were dormant for a while, and then they like the, the IP got rebought and rebooted. Yeah, it's been Valiant went under in the mid nineties. And then uh, came back, made a sad attempt at coming back. They were, it was a sad attempt, so they didn't do that. They didn't <laughs> succeed. And then they came back about five, six years ago, and that seemed to stick. They've and rebooted the, all the series at right. least twice, I think. But the the most recent reboots of them, there's some really good stuff in there. I've read several of. I, I get I get the like the trade, uh, the graphic novel format, mm-hmm. not the not the individual issues, but like the the omnibus. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Trades of it, and they're they're good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're dark, but they're good. I mean, yeah. Valiant Valiant is um, Sentinel of the Multiverse, right? Not getting that wrong. No, I'm pretty sure it's not really there might be an uh, there might be a version so. of that. Yeah. I don't think so. I, no. thought, I, think, I thought that's, I'm pretty sure that's the comic thing it's based on. I'm ninety percent certain. Not to look I don't into think it. so. Oh no, 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 that wouldn't. No, no, no Valiant is its own universe. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm saying they, the game is made from that. Is what I'm trying to make. Not that, not that, not that they came from it. That the the game itself. There, there's there's a Valiant universe RPG that was done by Catalyst Game Labs or something like that mm-hmm. a while oh, ago. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Sentinels and Multiverse is not Valiant. No, Sentinels of the Multiverse is a more of a. I think it's more of a generic yeah, comic yeah, they book are, yeah. universe, yeah. if I'm remembering correctly. But you know, it's been a couple. And then, and then, for those of you who are following me on my Valiant tour, there was a, there was a, an amazing company called Defiant, which is the company that Jim Shooter then formed because he lost Valiant, the first iteration of Valiant, and the Defiant comics, did stuff like Warriors of Plasm, Charlemagne. And had some amazing, amazing comics. So if you have read those, 
hopefully you think of them fondly just like I do. Those are if you can get your hands on that stuff, it's fantastic. Well, I, I suggest you get your hands on the, on the current run Valiant stuff. Yeah, you could Be- do that too. Well, the, the cur- <laughs> because the, the the stuff that they're producing now is really good stuff. Uh, uh, and and working in the comic book movies, working from the comic book movie uh, Old Guard. Old oh yes, Guard that was is good. Based oh, yeah. on a Greg Rucka, uh, Leandro Fernandez, Leandro Fernandez comic book called yeah. The Old Guard, and Greg Rucka is one of the great writers in comics, and has been for a couple of decades now. Yeah, and that's I, a fantastic movie. It was good. I, I I had some issues with it. Like there were there were some some plot holes that they left that were not. Well, there was one that was like why did the. Uh, in in one of the final scenes ends on a on a city street downtown and there's no one there and then the scene kind of concludes and it seemingly gets flooded with pedestrians it w- that was really weird yeah. no it's <laughs> i hit that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but strongly recommend old girl no it was good there there they they missed a couple of opportunities to really flesh out the origin story you know well I mean, it, a, it, it yeah. felt a little rushed is all that's yeah. you know like the like a little forced, maybe. But there's a lot to be said about the origin story in current um, media and TV and film, so it doesn't hurt to not to not to go there occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so and Old Guard is not Old Guard is not a superhero comic book, not or it's not a superhero yeah. movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a uh, different. Yeah. It's but based it, on a comic book, but it's not a superhero thing. But yeah, even the the origin story of your characters as a trope has become mm-hmm. you know a little mm-hmm. bit worn. So yeah, um, I hit up a Netflix so. A little thing I was watching that I'm basically going to tell you almost nothing about, because without any doubt, this entire show is spoilers end-to-end. Yeah. And if I describe the first scene to you, you immediately go, I'm not watching that, because it starts a little rough. It's a German TV show, first of all. Um, it's from a couple of years back, the original um, series. It seems to have been Series 1, like, 2018, Series 2, 18, uh, 2018, Series 3 this year with the ending. And okay. it only ended a couple of months ago, I hadn't realized myself. It's like Stranger Things speed to so like 10 episodes, 8 episodes, 8 episodes, nice and compact, really well. It does get the whole thing into one nice arc and gets the whole story done with, so that's a wonderful thing to see. It's a German TV show. I recommend you watch its um, uh, subtitles in the original language because the dubbing for it is there. <laughs> Not good. It's the best thing it's there, the best yeah. thing I can say. Yeah. And it's... It's called Dark. It's D A R reversed K when you see it. Or okay. K. Oh yeah, um, I've seen that. I've seen like little previews for that. It, it yeah. looks good. Yeah, it is gritty as all get out. It's essentially a kind of like um, weird fiction. Uh, yeah, I think it's like Stranger Things fiction, uh, social drama kind of thing, right? Okay. And I know I'm not selling it because I can't tell you about any of the selling points because all I'll say is watch the first episode. And if you get to the first episode and you're not thinking, holy crap, I have to see what happens next, then that's fine. Leave it be. But if you are thinking that, you will go straight through the full eight. All right, cool. Uh, speaking of that, I need—I still need to watch Tales from the Loop. Yeah, Tales from the Loop is good fun too. Yeah, this is in, in that kind of feel. But um, my God, yeah, I can't recommend this properly without spoiling <laughs> it. Like seriously, and I'll tell you right now, you'll watch the first scene. The very first scene in the entire show is about as dark and horrible as it gets, and you'll be like, "The hell am I watching?" Yeah. And then it kind of. And, but it, it, trust me, it works. It all really, right, really right. works. Yeah. So I watched the first season of Lock and Key. That was interesting. Netflix series, yeah, right? yeah. It's that. That's another one based on yeah. a comic book series. Yeah, I was trying to hit it up yep. because yeah, I thought I thought the general right. impressions I got from fans was yeah, it was okay. You know, fans of the it fans w- of the book and the, com- was, the comic stuff. It was decent entertainment. It wasn't. It wasn't great. There were some places where it got a little too whiny for me. Right? <laughs> um, but you know, but it ended. But it ended well. It, it ended really well. Mm-hmm. So, 
if they ever make a second season of it, I'll probably watch the second season. Yeah. Uh, it it was it was worth you know my my Netflix time or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The big thing that I'm watching right now is I'm rewatching American Horror Story oh, from the beginning. Go. Yeah. That is e- even mm-hmm. uh, on the, like the second or third watching of it, it's still really good. Yeah, I'm not a horror person. Same, same here. Um, friend, friends of mine, are well, f- are well, in like a couple of my, a couple of my friends have a set Friday night um, horror show, monster movie. Yeah. Set up, they'll do, they'll watch a couple of those back to back, and they're doing it right now using, I think, largely using PlayStation Network, and they're syncing with chat. Oh, nice. So they're oh, okay. like, yeah, three, That's two, cool. one, movie, you know, and do it that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. which is great. Um, there, yeah, there my was, daughter does that. <laughs> were, yeah, it's a good method, right? They were saying as well with, um, uh, was it Shutter? I think it is. Is Prime? I think that's Prime's little um, horror movie focused. Imprint, which that is a, seems, a Netflix account deal. seems right, yeah. yeah. It's one of those sign one of those sign up streaming services, and there's a, a, a number of big horror releases across this period hit that, or mm. or recent ones that went left the theaters came up there. Well, the thing I like yeah. about American Horror Story is that it uses horror tropes to tell an engaging story of like you know personal drama. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah, th- there, there's there's bits of horror to it, but it's not really about the horror necessarily. It's just a really good story I mean, with we, weird we, shit we, happening. We, we can get into quite a big discussion on writing here, I think, but you make a very fair point of there, there, are, there are two main types of written media, whatever it's going into, film, book, TV, whatever, and one of them is, is here is the genre. We are all the things that make the genre, and that's Speaking about it. Speaking of like, you know, things like that, I read a very interesting short story recently. Actually, it was just tonight before I came over. Oh, you did? Yes. Oh, crap. Oh, we're gonna, I, we're I, talk I, about I read now. your story, Carl. Okay, holy cow! We're going to talk about you, this, magnificent right? bastard. I've read your <laughs> book. <laughs> Not yet. You haven't. It happens, but yeah. You know. Okay. Um, uh, that right. was that was quite an enjoyable. That's what Carl's read. been doing, you, folks. You, you like that on the? You yeah. Like that? Okay. I, it was good. Thank you. Excellent. It was enjoyable. Uh, you know, there, there were a couple of places where the language was a little. You, you need a bit of ed- an editor. Oh, I mean, but f- first uh, pass yeah, over it. So yeah. no argument. There. But no, no, no. Like the, the the actual content of the story, good stuff. Oh, awesome. Great. Cool. I, I didn't cool. realize that. I, I, so, yeah, we should mention, uh, we were talking about what people have been up to. Um, I think I mentioned this briefly when we, we did record a little way into all this crap, didn't we? March 27th. March 27th yep. was the one, yeah. So, I mentioned then that I tried a little bit of writing stuff. I did I tried a few, um, did a few articles, a few things, few things up on Medium and stuff like that, and quickly realized that probably might, doing, doing that on a regular basis probably might not my, be my jam. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, I started writing fiction. I've been... Cool. Working on a couple of long-term projects. Yeah, I've got yeah, a couple yeah. of short stories out, as you read there. I've got another one bubbling up li- literally today. Whether that goes anywhere or not, we'll see. But that's what I'm no, the, trying to fill cool. my time the, uh The story was pretty engaging. I like the main character. It was engaging enough that it's like, oh, it's over. I, I want to know more about this character. You see, I, wrote, I, I thought that myself. I wrote that one and then thought this would probably be make a decent first chapter with some rejigging of something. Yeah. So um, I may, maybe I'll try that. Because one of the other... You should. You well, should. I thought about another one-off story with the same character today, literally. So who knows? Maybe in a couple of days we'll have another that popping up. We'll cool. Find out. Wonderful. But, okay, yeah. I've, um, been, uh, I've, been reading, uh, I've been reading a lot. Like, so um, read the first... What is it? The first Law Trilogy, which is by, by Joe Abercrombie. Just finished that a few days ago. Nice. That was, that was really good. If uh, if you're a fan of fantasy, uh, not necessarily knights, but lords and ladies, and you know fantasy and fiefdoms and I'm gonna say yeah, fief- fiefdoms, free men and that kind of thing, yeah. 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 Then <coughs> I can't recommend that more highly. That's a, that was a good story. And then I got to the end of the third book, and I knew there were a couple others, uh, but I didn't want to look at them too closely lest I spoil anything. And then I found out that there's actually eight books. And and then 
And then, so those, the, the first trilogy, and then there's three books that are kind of standalone, but do move forward in the timeline. And then there's a new trilogy starting, a, a proper sequel uh, that started last year. So the first book came out in that. So I saw that and I'm like, oh God, eight books. Okay, I have to buy the next three. Uh, maybe I'll take a break and read some other ones that I can get from the library. So that's where I've been. I, I've, I've sucked down trilogies. Uh, N.K. Jemison. anybody who, if you, if you were at all anywhere interested in science fiction, high fiction, N.K. Jemison is amazing. Yeah, she heard, does heard, heard her. good things about her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her, her, her Broken Earth trilogy, all three books won the Hugo in each subsequent yeah. year. Poop, First poof. time that's ever happened. That <laughs> series is insane good. Mm-hmm. That is that is worth every Hugo Award it's earned. It's a crazy thing. Um, yeah. and then she has a like a hundred thousand kingdoms trilogy, which I also read. I I inhaled that really quickly. That was really good. <laughs> and then she has a new book called The City We Became, which is for those f- for fans of Neil Gaiman. If you don't read The City We Became, you're missing out. It's so, some, some unlikable, like the um, Neverwhere, I think it was. No, it's it's very much in the in the Neverwhere-ish yeah, kind urban, of urban thing. Fantasy-ish kind of the yeah, yeah, urban fantasy. Yeah, and it is, fa- and it's part of a trilogy as well. I think. Interesting, interesting. Um, the Cities trilogy or something to that effect. So that one just came out. That was a new one. It nice. came out, and it's amazing. Are you go- you you going through these on um, on white paper, aren't you? On the Kindle. Kindle ebook. Uh, City we became. I actually yeah. bought. Oh, yeah, I became so, okay. so books that I know I'm going to reread. I buy those. Fair enough. Yeah. And and, the, and the books I I also know that uh, I'm going to reread, but also want to support the author a little bit more. Like that I know I'm going to like. Mm-hmm. So I broke. I bought the Broken Earth trilogy, flat out before I read it. I knew I was going to like it. I bought it, and then City we became. And then everything else is on a Kindle. Yeah. A mm-hmm. uh, colleague of mine recommended a Kindle because I was like. Well, I, w- I usually borrow books from the library, but the library's closed. I can't borrow books. And she's like, eh, get a Kindle for like 90 bucks, 90 yeah. to $100, and you can just download yeah. them. And, um, yeah, that's how I read the 100,000 Kingdoms trilogy. That's how I read there's a Sleeping Giants trilogy. That one's pretty cool, too. That one's more of a Earth. Uh, we're here on Earth, and we find a big giant, and we wonder what the hell's going on. And there's, yep. there's big giant, data, 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 big data giant robot fights. <laughs> so Daily Earth stood still meets um, what, yeah. Oscar in Pacific Rim. I was yeah, say. yeah, yeah, exactly. Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Right, you know? Oh god, so, that's yeah. that's a movie I can't get my life back from. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't do anything <laughs> for you? No, man. It, it's a, like when you have giants d- just destroying, you know, entire, you know, six block radius with a punch mm. and a fall. It's just like I, I can't suspect. I get the big monsters, but just I can't. That's a whole lot of life. It's, it's the same argument against what is it? Batman versus Superman. Batman versus well, Superman. Well, let's they be fair here. <laughs> the, the, there, is, there is still a you can you can perfectly reasonable to not like Pacific Rim. I've heard how divisive it is. It's totally a genre piece. It is just kaiju robots fighting. Oh yeah, 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 But I'm a, no, I am yeah, a fan yeah. of that genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're yeah, going yeah. to politely pretend you didn't mention the other one and move the hell on from it quickly, <laughs> so, yeah, as fast no, I, as possible. I saw Pacific Rim opening day in the theater and loved yeah. the hell out of it, and All then right. went and saw the second one opening <laughs> yeah. day in the theater. Yeah. It's it's one it's one of those ones. I've heard that exactly from a bunch of people. I totally get it. If it doesn't interest you at all, it's like a romantic comedy movie comes up. I'm probably not going to be going. Well, I'll go and see this. That's fine. It could be the best. Yeah, day. I it probably won't grab me. Yeah, Rom coms are not. You know. yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. 
The last one I saw was the last rom-com I saw was I can't remember the oh name. Oh my of god! It. Last rom-com I saw, Hugh Grant was in it for fuck's sake. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it has. You're not wrong. It's it been has. a while. Jeez. We're sitting here the week of Gen Con, right? So obviously the in-flight report Gen Con, Gen Con took Digital, place. Yeah. Gen Con is online. There's a lot of companies doing videos and so on and so forth. So one uh, just out of just pure maybe boredom, I I purchased I purchased Unmatched, the oh, Battle yeah. of Legends, mm-hmm. uh, earlier in this whole thing like four months ago, and played it with a few times with my family. And we had fun. And so I noticed that there's an unmatched stream that's taking place on Saturday morning where they're talking about how to build your, how to create your own deck. Like for people, a, fans a, of the game that want oh, to mod it, their own deck. Yeah, to mod it th- okay. themselves. So that's pretty cool. Like I said, Keyforge is having their uh, Dark Tidings um, preview, playthrough, whatever, visit mm-hmm. with, the, with the developers. Um, on Saturday morning, so there's a conversation to be had about um, mod culture making its way into um, board gaming, because if, if I, I don't, I, as always, I'm never quite sure where where our audience base is on, is on this. But if you play video games a lot, you can these days. It's a very very simple thing, both to find things people have made for a video game that mm-hmm. fans are, are built of anything mm-hmm. from simple tweaks right up to complete rebuilds of a game, and it's very easy to make them yourself. And for as it turns out now, for the like last good decade or so, there's been a very pop- popular uprising of people doing the same thing for, for board games, for physical games. Yeah. And then you get to the point there of, of um, a, a game company actually going, you know what, mod our, mod our card game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make your own yeah, ones, yeah. try this out. Yeah, that's an, that's yeah. an interesting one. Interesting cool. one to see how it does. Have you, have you seen, uh, have you heard of the this YouTube uh, company called Viva La Dirt League? No. Got they, do, they do satire. They, they cut their teeth on NPC Man. It's mm-hmm. a non-player character in a massively online RPG, mm-hmm. right? And the, the, all these funny interactions with an NPC man. I think that's and familiar. It's mm-hmm. hysterical. Anyways, they've done various things, and their newest series is FPS Logic. Yeah. <laughs> so there's first-person shooter logic, and so they've only had a couple of episodes. What they do is they do a season of episodes or a series of episodes, and then they release it as a supercut. So there's all these little vignettes about... Uh, various aspects of whatever game they're looking into, mm-hmm. and so Viva the Dirt League. It's if you're, if, I I really enjoy the massively online RPG stuff, the massive multiplayer. Laying into that. Oh yeah, yeah that's that's the NPC man stuff is hysterical, because um, <laughs> uh, I because I remember seeing my friends play this when I was in my mid twenties. They were playing some of this stuff online, and and I just they were. The same frustrations that I heard from them, I'm seeing exactly <laughs> back to so. The, yeah, back exactly. To the screen there. <laughs> nice. <Love> uh, <laughs> it's awesome. As far as L5R goes, one of the things we talked about when we were uh, sitting in the in-flight report talking to Sal Placencia, Sal had planned on going to Worlds in Madrid. Oh yeah, that's. I'm going to yep. assume that's going to be canceled. I mean, they have to. Yeah, you it's know, just practicality-wise. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, haven't done it yet. I don't don't know why, frankly, but they really should be just saying, yeah, it's done. One of my biggest disappointments, I had tickets to four different concerts this year. Ooh, (laughs) ooh, ooh. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Concert, the concert that was was supposed to happen on my birthday. Now, most of these, one of them has been canceled. I forget which one, but uh, I need to go back and check my my AXS account uh, because one of them got refunded. 
but uh, I was going to go see on my birthday the uh, Def Leppard, Poison, Motley <laughs> Crue, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts concert. Yeah, so that's been postponed till next year. It came from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Good music. Yeah, oh, oh no, no, no. Oh, yeah, no yeah, totally. One of my no, favorite no, no. playlists is, is you know, yeah. I, I yeah. have a playlist oh, my myself on 80s fun stuff. Yeah. It's got everything from Men at Work to Madonna. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's see. The uh, My friend Sam and I were going to go to the Judas Priest concert. That there was supposed go. to happen in Denver. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my friend Ben and I were going to go see Gogol Bordello. Which again, you know, not happening. Yeah. Mm. Which if you're if you're into punk at all, they're gypsy punk and they're amazing. Hopefully there are some fans out there yeah. you know, who listen to us too. <laughs> and the other concert was I was gonna take my wife to was the oh, was it the thirtieth anniversary of Flood concert for They Might Be Giants? Oh wow. Huh. Yeah. Cool. That one is also, you know, postponed. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, I was, I was looking forward to a lot of good music this year and none of it's happening. I think the um, there was supposed to be yet another symphonic one for the Final Fantasy series that we were eyeing up back in like December of last year. Oh, and well. we didn't didn't think about it too much, largely because the move took a lot of mm-hmm. our attention. But now yeah. I think about it, that's probably toast too. So, yep. you know. oh yeah, yep. here's here's my like this is something that, that I I hope that the games that I love survive this. People are still interested in Keyforge, and people are still interested in L5R, but without real life gaming happening, uh, I hope board games. The, the kitchen table stuff, the stuff that you can play at your kitchen table, mm-hmm. that will survive. The stuff that you, the kitchen, that doesn't happen at the kitchen table, like Marvel Champions, mm-hmm. Arkham Horror, LC, the, b- both of those LCGs, they'll survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know about Keyforge. I don't know about L5R. I don't know about, hell, Star Wars X-Wing, even though they're releasing products, and that's good to see. We mm-hmm. know that we've got, we've got this next cycle coming and presumably more after that. Well, for a lot of the stuff... It's uh, this year. Everything's sort of on hold and up in the air and weird. It'll it, it'll be what's it going to look like at the end of twenty twenty one? Yeah, is honestly, yeah. you know. A, yeah, so that that's going to be the the real teller there, right? Yeah. You know, and as you know, as as this goes on, depending on how long it goes on and when we get vaccines and everything else and blah blah blah. Yeah, there there there's a very possibility. Like, are people going to have money to spend on it? I mean, that's a very real question. So. Now, for right now, it's fine. You know, people are you know, thinking that it's not going to go on very long, and then whatever. You know, it'll it'll it's a hiccup at right now. Yeah. But if it goes on much longer, we're looking at some real economic problems worldwide. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's going to have a definite impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, not to bring the real world into it too much. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll reiterate a point. I've well, made. but the games, these games yeah. are played and produced by people who live in the real world. Oh, yeah, right? totally. and yeah, so yeah, we can't ignore the connection. The, the, no one, the, no one's going to sit here and pretend it's not happening. The idea, yeah. in order to play games, people need to purchase these games for these games to be sustainable. People have to have the discretionary income to spend. On then, these see, games. That, that's a reasonable and that's call. That's the big. Yeah. That's the big thing. Like, I don't know. I, I know Total Escape is doing fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how much any one product has been hit by yeah. this. I mean, I, I, I reiterate an old point of mine, <clears throat> one I've been saying for years and years through, the, through selling board games, is that all the games we see that have a competitive scene, it's still the vast majority of those games are played at home by people. 
we don't we don't get to hear about it properly. The people selling the games know this because they True. can see the comparative True. thingy. There's still that every game has a solid body of quiet majority playing stuff uh, across the kitchen table, like you say, the kitchen table. Yeah. Game. But those are the people that don't necessarily drive the industry. Uh, well, there's a good point. S- so, Monetari- like, if they're the mass majority monetarily, they do. But you know, well, y- yes and no, or at least they're a large enough body to matter to. But keep the, the thing is that those people who are playing, if if you're playing L5R kitchen table only, you're not going to your game store, you're not going to worlds, you're not going to tournaments totally. or anything like that. Yeah, totally. Are you buying the latest and greatest packs? Yeah. Well, I, I, saying, I, I totally get that. I'm making the point that, from my understanding, from talking to people in the industry, is that is a, um, those people are a meaningful part enough of the money that, yes, you would lose out if the competitive scene of a particular game went away. But mm-hmm. that's not an, a guaranteed death sentence. I think right. it might be reasonable to say that something as hardcore as L5R, that might get hit. Because I'll, 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 I'll yeah. put money on this less kitchen table play of that stuff. Yeah, and, and right when this started, Skirmish came out, right? Skirmish, mm. I had, I still have it packed in my bag. I have <laughs> that that last, it was, I think, March 13th, somewhere mm-hmm. that Wednesday, some, yeah. that Wednesday in mid-March. On Tuesday evening, I built a multiplayer deck, mm-hmm. right, to play 2v2 and, and you know, yeah. uh, right. three right. for. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I built a skirmish deck, and I built I had my latest and greatest crab deck, so I had all these formats, and I built them, and like within three hours, this was on a Tuesday. Within three hours, Total Escape said, "Okay, we're suspending, we're suspending in-person gaming," and we're like, and I'm Sounds like, yeah. "Huh? Okay." Yep. I mean, yeah, I hear you. The same thing. We moved into the area around the same time, so yeah. But so yeah. skirmish, so skirmish. Is is a perfectly fine way to play. Mm-hmm. I just yeah, I'm interested it to try was, it. It just yeah. uh, didn't get. Unfortunately, it, the the idea was that you play a quick game of L5R in person, and there that just didn't get a chance to. I mean, the reality is, like we say, we have to first of all, we have realize. to get some idea of when when we're coming out of this current life situation. Which the honest answer is, right now, we don't know. You know, no one does. Once yeah. once we do know that, once we can start to see where that goes, we'll find out. But. I don't know. I'm I'm always optimistic on these ones. Game, games of <laughs> being involved in the, in the in the in the retail side of it. Games have survived well past the point I thought they should have been dead and buried. <laughs> like holy cow, why is it still going? And, and so some, you know. and yeah, it, yeah. Well, well yeah. at the same time, some have been too, cut too short, right? Netrunner yeah. Conquest got their yeah. got their feet well, cut out from yeah, under. But exactly. yeah, those are those are, the, those are but those are indications that yeah. again, people who live in the real world mm-hmm. who develop who, who develop and design games. Are, need to be a part of that, and if they aren't there, if IPs get get fought over, mm-hmm. uh, if IP if if business decisions come into it, that's when games yeah end. P- fair, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, like I say, both of those got literally axed. They didn't. Uh, they, yeah. they, 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 they yeah. got they got cut out when they shouldn't have done. So you know. Yeah. But there we go. Finish off with something good. Well, I just found that someone likes one of my stories. So holy cow, I'm quite fairly pleased with that. Uh, uh, <laughs> honestly, for me, it's been finding out that I I think I can write. One of those weird <laughs> ones. That's good. I mean, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't no, say right awesome. now I can. I'm not published. You know, I've, I've received positive feedback, nothing like that. But it, apparently, for years and years, friends have been telling me I'm I am popular amongst the group friend my in my initial friend groups um, for DMing. Yeah. For ro- running role playing games, they like me for for narrative and for storyline. They said that's on the strengths. And I was I just went, you know what? Screw it. Let's give this a go. This is the time, right? I always I always joke that. Um, Making my own video game or writing a book would be my uh, broken leg project. Mm-hmm. You know, whole like, well, I've got the time and I have no excuse. Well, yeah. I've had the time and had no excuse. So yeah, yeah. here is the here is the cutting point. So yeah, yeah, that's for me. Is maybe the good thing for me is this might turn out to be something big. Being a writer, right? Mm-hmm. I, I write 
completely differently. I write very yeah. formulaic research writing stuff. But whenever I get, whenever I put together something, and it gets accepted, mm-hmm. I'm like. I yes. fooled them. Let's keep in mind that um, imposter syndrome is the most common undiagnosed um, condition, right? Yeah, especially is, amongst you know, the faculty. It, it, anybody, you know. And like you say, it's like, no, no, no. It's like holy shit, they bought it. Impost, <laughs> imposter syndrome is part of the human condition. Yeah, yeah without any yeah, doubt. Yeah, without any doubt. If you, if you don't have imposter syndrome, it's probably because you're crap. <laughs> that's, 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 I think that's a reasonable truth there. Yeah, I, think yeah, yeah. I think that might be one part of our or psyche that drives... Or just lack self-awareness completely. Yeah, it's, it's one yeah. part of our psyche that drives us along to try and improve. Yeah. We're like, and like you, say, like you say, a certain amount of like, holy shit, they bought it. You know? Mm-hmm. You can't believe it. <laughs> Doug, something good? Something good. Wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like with all everything like running together and life, you know, barely being outside of my house very much at all, you know, in months is kind of gotten into a rut on a lot of things things are going well at work my job is pretty secure so that's a good thing good uh, the pay cut that got forced on me back at the beginning of all this in march is getting undone in a, in a week or two here nice wonderful. so so wonderful. that's that's good you that's know good. so good you know it's i've been quite the hermit <laughs> <laughs> I, I think for a lot of us, it's not there's a whole lot of bad going on, other than the obvious ones, but there's a whole lot of kind of like gray and neutral of weathering the storm. Well, you know, there, you know, there's there's not a lot necessarily really, at least in my life, mm. you know, bad going on, but there's not really also a lot that's really good going on either. Yeah, that's what I mean. That kind of like everything's just quieting down to this background noise, and I kind of get the feeling. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much it. So you know, <laughs> there, you know. I uh, my wife is a massage therapist, and uh, she has a lot of coworkers who uh, that is their main source of income. That you know that's that's their yeah. job, their career, and all that. Yeah. Some of those people, you know, they they uh, they live hand to mouth. Waiters, waitresses, massage therapists, you know, people who are in the service industry, they're the ones who kind of have the roughest right now. So mm-hmm. I get to hear some of the horror stories that her coworkers complain to her. She comes home and you know vents to me. And some of that's, I mean, there's some people out there that have it pretty bad, and yeah. I don't. Yeah. So, so, you know. Well, like you say, the horrible part of that is that's a, that's a, a good thing and a bad thing, right? Yeah. You know, you're thinking, mm-hmm. and go, that's great, but hmm. Yeah. I mean, same, same yeah. for us. We, we fortunately moved into a new place, and our costs have stabilized massively because we're no longer renting somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's the honest fact. We're no longer dealing with all that extra stuff. We're yeah. out, mm-hmm. of, out of quite an expensive place to live because Fort Collins could be. And, yeah, we're I mean, that same thing of like, well, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, and that kind of sucks, you know. At the same time, yeah, you kind of knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Um, something good. Uh, I've because of various reasons, uh, I've rediscovered comic books again. Like I, I, I was buying them for a while, not really reading them, but I've been reading more and reading just regular, regular monthly comics, and and they're amazing, amazing mm-hmm. stuff. And then there's. Stargirl, which is a new series on CW, that's uh, I recommend that, folks. Now, I, I'm a JSA fanboy. Like I just I the, the Stargirl was one of my favorite comics when it came out in the uh, early 2000s. I think in this in this particular this particular uh, iteration of it, and so this TV show follows that storyline quite honestly, and it's. Fantastic! I watch it with my son. We have a blast. It's it's really cool to see how that how those universe universes get get uh, created, and the whole world building around that. So, and I was happy to hear that it got renewed for a season two. Nice. <laughs> so, 
Cool. Very cool. Very cool. There you go. All right. We would like to thank our Patreons for their continued support. You haven't been charged lately, so you're gonna get a <laughs> you're gonna see a little message from Patreon here uh, at the end of August. So uh, thank you very much for your support. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in supporting us, visit patreon.com slash out of warcast. Any other final words? I'll, I'll drop one in. I, I heard a, dur- during all of this, since we, since we met last, I heard a, a phrase I'd heard before, but never really took on properly. And I think it's the big one that can help with a time, with this kind of time, that can help with what we're going mm-hmm. through. Every, everyone is facing some, some similar situation. You, you, last time we recorded, you talked about that whole like blitz spirits mm-hmm. from, the, the, mm-hmm. the, from the British and all that. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And it's a simple phrase, which is, this, this too shall pass. Like uh, the, as the, the it's a com- normally accompanied by the description that it makes happy people sad and sad people happy. Nothing's constant. We're in a we're in a rough time right now, but we weren't in a rough time before that. Yeah. And there there will be an end to it. No one can say when, but we we hang on and we do what we can now. And there will be a better time ahead. This yeah. like everything, this too shall pass. Yeah, and please know we sincerely uh, and I think I speak for both of these gentlemen here. We sincerely hope that all of you are are not facing any additional adversity mm-hmm. besides what the common adversities are, you know. Mm-hmm. Please stay safe, keep well, practice good hygiene, wear your goddamn mask. <laughs> um, be safe, folks. In- unless you're around Jason Wallace, that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I hadn't Jason's about that. fear of masks, I- I've oh, got to wonder, he's got to be going through <laughs> He's got to be going through hell. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that. See, yeah. I was going to say as well. I'd also like to mention now. Toby brings this up. Have you any idea how hard it is to do a podcast right now and not be every fourth word be wear your freaking mask? <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Anyway, it is tough. And with that, I can say this is coming from the Scorpion guy. Bayushi showed you endorses wear your goddamn mask. If you'd like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions for us, you can contact us at artofforecast at gmail.com, via Twitter at artofforecast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comment section. Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. If you'd like to support us, check us out at patreon.com slash artofforecast. Thank you for listening, and remember, honor honor is the deadliest weapon. weapon. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Kyle Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. And this is the Traxxas Sector. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>